a product of the Whisper Forge. Sound and story brought to life. You're listening to a parody that is not affiliated with or endorsed by Supergiant Games in any way. We're just big old nerds making improv fanfiction. Here it is, folks, our final episode of the season. We hope you like it and help us out as we put together season two. It's already fully recorded and we're hard at work getting it to you. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash rogueRunRadio and hyping the show in the off-season on Twitter and Instagram, where you can find us at RogueRunRadio. Without further ado, let's start running the season one finale of Rogue Runners, volume one in the blood. <laughs> Okay, so now, here's what happens. You feel like your soul is boiling and being ripped in a million different directions. And you keep expecting to emerge from the pool of sticks. And it's just not happening. And it's the feeling of, you know when you're in a bad nightmare and you keep saying, I know I'm in a nightmare, just wake up. And you think you're waking up, but you're like still in the nightmare. And you like, no matter what you do to try to get yourself out of it, you are still in that nightmare. That is the feeling that you're having over and over again for hours and hours as you were trying to emerge from the pool of sticks. And then through many, many feet of liquid, you start to hear noise. You hear clashes of blades. You hear whips cracking. You hear peals of thunder blasting through the halls of Hades. And then finally, you emerge and you see blood everywhere on the floor, on the walls on the ceiling. There are no wretched shades in line waiting for court anymore. You only see Achilles panting on his knees with his spear in his hand. He uses it to force himself to stand again. Next to him, Orpheus stands at his full height, his hair frazzled with electricity in all directions, his strings still vibrating with the power of thunder that he has just unleashed in the Hall of Hades. What do you do? What the shit? Rolf runs up to them and says, what's happening here? I, I don't understand. They're awful... Awful shade. Something, something, something terrible happened to. Uh, I, I, I don't even know how to begin to put it into words. And then Achilles finally gets his breath back, and he says, "Something's not right. The, the, the pool of sticks, lad. It's supposed to, it's supposed to bring people back at their, at their full health, at their full state of sound mind." Hollow versions, yes. That attack. Yes, we just saw. Megara just emerged from the pool. La- Sorry, Lady Megara just emerged from the pool, but she was not herself. She unleashed all manner of violence upon all of us. We had to evacuate the shades. We did everything we could to stop her, and we just finished combat with her. But it was it was deeply unsettling. She's now in the pool again. We just encountered the same with Arete. That one right there. And he points to Arete. Yes. Arete waves. That's me. Hi. I don't have any recollection of this, but uh, 
I, I'm not supposed to have any rec- recollection of this, I assumed right? you didn't, but yes, you failed me in battle. And I'm assuming you then killed the others, seeing as they're here as well. Well, no, Rolf, you actually, you killed me. What? Yeah, you came back as soon as um, Arate took care of you. Um, you came back and you and you, you killed me. Uh, I, I don't remember that. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't expect you to. I'm not mad. I'm just saying, yeah, you you, you did that. Orpheus at this moment gives Achilles a grave look and Achilles nods and he says, So none of you remember emerging from the pool either. No, it felt like we were boiling, stuck for hours. Orpheus wipes a tear from his eye and says, It caused me great pain to have to strike you down, my student. Oh. <gasps> I... Oh. But I am beyond relieved that you have emerged whole once more. Yeah, me, me too. Um, uh, where is Hypnos? Achilles looks around. He says, I, I haven't seen him. He wasn't even here holding court. Has he returned since the incident? He's probably elsewhere in the House of Hades. I can go try to find him if you need. I have a working theory here. We've been seeing the sticks growing higher and higher. I think Hypnos has been given too many uh, responsibilities. He hasn't been able to process all the souls coming through, leading the sticks to overflow. There must be some remnant of us. We're probably losing pieces of ourselves each time we die, and they're forming into these unholy shades. Uh, something along those lines. I, I think he's been—he's just been given too much work. I, I don't quite know how to rectify this. I think finding Hypnos might, might be our, our next best action. Orpheus's brow furrows, and then he thinks for a moment and bites his lip and says, hmm. Do we really think administrative duties are so deadly if left unattended to? We'll assume, you know, every time we die, we explode into a giant pool of blood, and then we come out of that pool. If you are not bailing the pool out fast enough, it will overflow, and sure enough, in our very first room, the river did overflow. It hurt us. Can Alexander sprint to administration while they're talking? You can try to sprint past Achilles. He's going to try to stop you. Okay. Well, I'll go until he, I guess, like, stands in my way or whatever. He puts out his spear in front of you and says, Stay a moment, lad. Achilles, I mean, I don't know how accurate my theory is, but it's the best I've got, and I think right now is not the time for red tape. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Okay, that is a 17, and I'm going to expend my bardic inspiration on that. Nice! For 21. You make a very compelling case, lad, but in times of crisis, we cannot let all protocol go by the wayside. We are trusted to hold the house. That is what we must do. And he looks to Orpheus, and Orpheus solemnly nods. I understand that you have many questions you wish to have answered, and certainly we do as well, but right now, people are in danger. They are rattled. They feel uncertain. For in this one brief moment that the House of Hades has come, let us try to return things to some semblance of peace. We can try to find answers later. Well, what, what is your theory? If we don't do something to handle the overflow, it's going to get worse. Arete, I believe you have some experience, don't you? I, I suppose you could get us up to snuff. Maybe we can hold back the overflow while someone tries to find Hypnos. I, I'm tending to agree with the uh, people who know a little bit more than, than me on this. I think we should follow their lead. Okay, what do you suggest then? Achilles thinks for a moment and he opens his mouth as if to say something, and then he kind of closes it again and hesitates and decides. He says, uh, no, that's crazy. I don't know what I'm saying. Don't worry about it. No, Speak, no. Now is not the time for, to be timid. <gasps> Come on. Fine. Okay, make a persuasion check with advantage. 21, and I can't call on Athena, can I? <laughs> oh, wait, no, you don't know. You died. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, 21. He says, the pool of sticks is the most powerful here. 
all rivers that form the River Styx, the River Lethe, Asheron, all the others, they all converge here. And here is where the danger lies. This is what the prince of our house was trying to investigate. I think you and the other Olympiads have been afforded an extremely rare opportunity to leave. I think it is time that you convened with your other Olympiads, talked to them about what you saw, compiled strategies, shared information, and tried to run, escape from here as fast as you can, and never look back. Uh... And what of everyone here? Orpheus kind of blinks a few times and shakes his head as if to say, I have no fucking idea. But then uh, he says... I will attempt to calm them. I still have some magical power left in this Lyra. I will attempt to bring some semblance of peace to this house. Then we will convene. Then we will look over the records with the other Chthonic gods. We will try to understand what has happened here. But in that time, I think the very few souls who have been afforded the opportunity to leave should be making their way out of here with as much haste as possible. If that is what you truly believe to be the best course of action to try and help, then I suppose I will follow your guidance. Achilles nods and says... Thank you. Make use of whatever amenities the House of Hades can afford you, but be swift, and each time you fall, get back up again and keep trying to get out of here. If there are other things you're wondering about, things you have questions about, things you don't understand, now is the time. Perhaps an inappropriate time for this, but uh, we went through great lengths to get it, and if nothing else, a little bit of joy. Anastasia, I believe you have something for Orpheus. Yeah, yeah, I do. Orpheus, here, um, I know it's not really allowed, but, um, I I don't know when I'm going to see you again, if I'm going to see you again, so just as a thank you, um, for everything. And Annie's going to give Orpheus the bottle of nectar. So in this situation, it it, it seems a little bit like bringing champagne to a funeral. So Orpheus (laughs) kind of blinks a few moments and then nods and says oh, my, my, my student well th- 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 thank you most kindly you are most generous I am I understand these are obviously not permitted in the house of Hades but uh, these are obviously extenuating circumstances uh, perhaps I can oh, blast and then he looks at his own Lyra which he apparently did a huge number on casting a very powerful spell and one of the strings has blasted off of it and is kind of falling in its own coil to the side and he plucks the Lyra coil and he says, please, as a charm of good luck, please take this with you. Are you sure? I am certain. Annie will take it and she'll also give Orpheus a really big hug. Oh, he's really tall and gangly though you've never actually had to see him standing at his full height but yeah you give him a hug and he smells vaguely of roses and death uh (laughs) (laughs) thank you roses always smell like poo rolf is gonna lean into alexander and like pass a nectar and say i do not know if you will see him again now is your final chance to leave on good terms no i i couldn't do it i'm i'm do not live with regret alexander it is the one thing I learned of my life. Achilles, I hope that uh, I... W- I am not worthy to speak to you. I've failed you in many ways. But here I'm giving you this... Uh, because I'm not sure when I... If this may be our last encounter. And I just want to make things right between us. Not that you've done anything wrong to me. So he nods and he accepts the nectar. He says, You forget that I told you on your very first day of your very first escape attempt that you had already made me proud. The next way to do that is to make sure this truly is our final encounter. 
Get out there and don't look back. Yes, sir. He then puts a hand on your shoulder. He squints like he's looking for something in you. He feels like awkward, but then he wraps his hand from your shoulder to the back of your neck and he pulls your forehead to his and he holds it there for a moment and then he lets go. Now, not to interrupt the very tender moments going on, but I believe you said if we had any questions, now was the time, correct? He nods. Do you know of any exploits we can use to expedite our way through the underworld? We took the cash chariot once. We said, take us to Zagreus, and it delivered us to a room in Tartarus. Is there any way we could use that same system or anything like it to expedite our retreat? Orpheus thinks for a moment and says, From what I understand, the structure of Tartarus is um, fairly random, but within certain constraints. It might be possible to perhaps not control fate itself, but to pull upon the strings of fate such that um, they reconfigure in ways that are slightly more favorable to you. I'm not certain of that mechanism by any means, but that would be my strategy for how to have a smoother run trying to escape. Perhaps some type of technology could be developed, or some type of magic could be infused into something to control the outcomes of the rooms that you go into. I will have to think further on it, my apologies, but it is top of mind for me, I assure you. No worries. I I must admit, I I have very surface relationships with a great deal of people in the house. Is there anyone who can help us, empower us in any way, worth speaking to before we attempt again? Our advice would be try to get out of here as fast as possible. Get strong as fast as possible. If you see people here that you need to talk to, that you think can help you, then do that. But just make haste. We don't know how much longer we can hold off here. And as he says that, the pool of sticks behind you begins to start bubbling again. Very well. All right, crew. I say we give the house one final sweep, see if we find anything of use, and we make our way. I agree. Alexander will nod. Annie, let's go, Orpheus. He pats your head gently. Could you show me my coil again for a moment? Sure. He holds the coil, and he puts it into his mouth, and then he straightens it with his mouth. And then as he pulls it out, it coils again, but it seems more magically imbued. And he says... I haven't yet perfected the strategy we just spoke of, but perhaps this might at least begin to help you with it. Uh, And then he hands it back to you. So now, mechanically, here is how the Lyra coil works. When you are at a gate, once per escape attempt, you can change what is on that gate to something else randomly. Word. And that is an attunement item. Um, Okay, I would like to make a, a quick sweep of the area to see who and what is here. You see slash marks all over the walls of the House of Hades as if Cerberus has also been battling people here. You see just shattered pieces of artwork from the gallery. You see these deep, hot pink slashes through the walls that you know came from Mega as whip. In the west wing, you see Nyx kneeling in front of Hypnos, who seems to be comatose. With his eyes closed, he's standing. He would fall backwards, but Nyx is kind of holding his face in her hands and focusing on him intently. So that's what you see in the west wing. In the right wing, you see where the Wretched Shades were evacuated. They have forced open the doors leading into this beautiful pomegranate garden that extends out towards the front courtyard of the House of Hades, which culminates in, I guess, the two front doors of the House of Hades, which you have never seen open. And then you also see further shades just cramming into the lounge and into Zagreus's bedroom, but you obviously don't see beyond that. Rolf is going to give the group a look and run over to Nyx and Hypnos. Rete will follow. Rolf, uh, Annie will follow as well. You see a very tall woman in long purple robes. Her possibly long black hair seems to float 
airlessly around her and all around her there is just this gravity like it feels like things might be like sucked into her or you might get stuck to her if you get too close to her and she's got this slate gray skin and this dark purple lipstick and she seems to be as beautiful as anyone has ever described the night being all of her attention is focused on hypnos who seems to be unconscious at the moment nix uh pardon me my name is rolf i i i doubt you are aware of me at all uh, this is my Olympiad. Uh, we have Rete, Alex, and Annie. Hi there. We are clearly aware of current situations, and we are trying our best to help. We, 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 I, I hate to ask you for favors upon first meeting, but one, is there any way we can help Hypnos? Two, is there anything you can tell us about escape attempts to try and uh, hasten our escape, such that we, we may find some answers and, and try to assist in whatever is going on here? Nyx closes her eyes for a very long time and she presses like one of her hands to Hypnos's forehead as if like a mother checking for like a child's fever. And with her eyes closed, she says, he's still having nightmares. Nightmares about Zagreus. She moves her hand away and then she turns to you and she says, ask of me one thing. That is all I can afford you. Oh. <laughs> there are so many things. Where is Hades? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> End of session. Uh, you have solved the game. Uh, no. Make a uh, persuasion check with disadvantage. I rolled the same thing both times. If anyone has any bonuses to give me, now is the moment. Uh, can I grant bardic inspiration? <laughs> I have seven. I have a seventeen right now. But if anyone can offer me anything to make it a little higher, you could add a one d eight. I will take that bardic inspiration if you are offering it. I am. No, I am. If you get an eight on it, seven. Oh. So what does that come out to, 24? Yes. Okay, that's good. That's still very good. 25, I was basically just going to tell you the whole plot. Someone Uh, help him! uh, (laughs) Someone do something! And uh, don't forget uh, to don't live with regrets. (laughs) Make sure you word your correct diction is important. 24 is still very... Maybe apologizing to Nyx for stabbing her son might, I don't know, be kind of nice in the moment. Maybe. Maybe. So with the 24, Nyx thinks for a moment. She says, We don't keep these things from you so that you live in ignorance. We keep these things from you because we do not understand them ourselves. And it is to protect you at best. Lately, the lord of this house has had to attend to matters that have plagued him from his past. Are you familiar with the past of the lord of this house? Do you speak of the past with Persephone? I speak of a past even further than that. Oh, shit. When the lord of this house was still very young, he had to kill his own parents, the Titans, in a battle called the Titanomachia. He cut them up, he broke up all their different pieces, and it was his charge to keep them separated from each other within the underworld, in Tartarus, the deepest reach of the underworld. My purpose, of course, was only to manage this house and to see to its upkeep, but lately our responsibilities have become more deeply entwined over the years. As you have seen, simply killing someone is not enough for a foul mimicry of their being to rise from the pool of sticks again. The lord of this house fears that his parents, the titans whom he had previously slain, may be at risk of returning again to this earth. It is his sole charge to prevent that from happening. But there is something wrong, something in the blood that seems to stitch itself back together and reform into the things that terrify us most, into the darkest sides of ourselves, darker than even the night that I encompass within myself. 
I don't know how to stop it. Neither does my son. My other son. She looks at Hypnos and then she says, my other son, as if to suggest Zagreus. They have both been hard at work trying to find a solution to this problem, but it appears to be escalating faster than even they can manage. What we do know is that if the Titans did arise, they would do so here, which is why you must escape here with all haste. Do you understand? Yeah. Is there nothing we can do to help? I mean, kill I'm... the Titans again? They're okay, but they're Titans. I know you're not from here, Rolf, but these are some. All right, Annie, as you've pointed out, I'm not from here, but what is the aim of the Titans? What, what do they yearn for? What do they want? From my own knowledge, you have what's his? Uh, you have so the sky and the earth met, right? And they had children which was Kronos and a few others and then Kronos killed his father and Earth mated with Kronos and then that's where you got the Olympians but then Kronos ate the kids, ate his children and then except the mother saved Zeus and then Zeus ended up killing Kronos and it was I could totally be remembering this incorrectly but the Titans are... Rolf, the Titans are... They're, they're, they were first, right? Or they were right after the first, so okay, I guess they were second. Sure, they were second. But they're... They were the beginning. And they could easily, just as easily, be our end. But what do they want? That's... Well, that is... That's, I feel like, beyond all of our knowledge. I don't know. My friends, what if we asked for the help of something that was around before the universe. The DM. <laughs> chaos. <laughs> I was referring to chaos. Even though she's the personification of night, you see a shadow pass over her face, and she says this. You asked how you could help. Throughout Tartarus, throughout Asphodel, and Elysium, and the Temple of Styx, throughout the entire underworld, there are other souls who have not met justice, whose souls have not received the peace or the closure that they deserved. As you attempt to escape, if you can attempt to reconcile their pasts, if you can attempt to bring closure to their stories, such that their souls may finally rest, I would be grateful. That is how you can help. We've got one on the list already. She nods. Thank you, Nix. Thank you. And Rolf is gonna leave. Hypnos convulses for a moment and some drool comes out of his face and she pulls him close and she starts crying. She does not want to be seen crying. So you see suddenly her body and Hypnos' just kind of fade to like van to black and then just vanish. All right, onward. Let's go power up and head out. Okay. We'll make it count this time. Anybody want to pick some pomegranates? I think that could be helpful, perhaps. Since I would. Done so much in the. Um, I will tell you right now, all these pomegranates are regular ass pomegranates. Okay, that's what I, th- I. I had a feeling, but on the off chance that. Yeah. Okay. Great. great. I'm curious what's in the bar. Okay, here's what I'm proposing. I say, we see what gems we can spend to ease our journey. We check the bar for anyone useful. If there is ambrosia, we must purchase it. It will give us leverage with anyone who we, who we might need it with. We power up at the mirror, and we continue on our way. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah, I just really, I would like a chocolate milk on my way out. Annie, how could I deny you your chocolate milk? And you see Rolf, he pulls out a chocolate milk that he had from last time, but <gasps> she don't want to speak to him, so he was too nervous to give it to her. 
All right, Mr. Contractor, what do you have on offer? We only have 280 gems, y'all, and it's pretty much always been too expensive. You can't afford anything then, but uh, 500 gems, faded list of minor prophecies. 500 gems, fountain rooms are full rest. 1,000 gems, administrative room access. All right. A pleasure to see you as always. And Rete will turn on his heel and say, Roop, let's uh, head on to the next thing. All right. So you go into the lounge. It is packed. It's noisy, but definitely not like a fun, rowdy kind of noisy. Like people are scared, people are alarmed. It's kind of like, I don't know, did you guys ever have like bomb scares at your schools or was that just like me with my public school education? I remember the uh, drills. I don't I don't think oh, I ever remember. We used to get actual... like bomb scares and we would all get put in the gymnasium because the obviously the thing you want to do is put everybody in one place. Exactly. Yeah. Um but anyway, so it was kinda of like that. But people are like ner- people are like nervous, intense, but also a little excited, but like not in a good way, just like a, oh my gosh, like things like this don't like happen anymore like people are talking about like watching like achilles and orpheus fight megara they're worried about who else might come out of the pool so all of that is happening of note you see theseus there you see both olympiads there so you see ajax the lesser palaestra adonis pande hyacinth icarus nausicaa and daphne uh annie's gonna look at the group and say i think we have some explaining to do, especially if we're supposed to all work together. Do we have to explain? I mean, I'm not against putting them in a jar. Alex, it's okay. we apologize and move forward. We need, we need our combined strengths for this. I'd agree. We need, we need them. Yeah, it's literally what Achilles just said. I know, but Nemesis wants people. Maybe she can help us. But it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll go apologize. Well, we'll find. Look, if it, look, if it, Alex, if it comes down to it, yes, we will put Ajax in a jar. Of course, we will. But that's not. They don't need to know that. We're not gonna, okay, you know what I mean? Do we want to go to the broker first? Yes, broker, it's like right in the corner. We could just slip in and then make ourselves known. You go to the broker. The broker is offering 50 darkness for uh, 100 gems. He's offering uh, nectar for 200 darkness. He is offering three Cathonic keys for a nectar. Damn it. Wait, keys get nectar, but nectar gets keys? I'm so confused. We don't have enough gems for anything anyways. We might as well exchange, get a hundred darkness, and move forward, yes? Agreed. Okay. Sounds good to me. So you, you're exchanging 200 gems for 100 darkness? Correct. Okay, you do that. All right, who, Anastasia, I, I think you are the best with the words. Would you like to, I guess, begin the apology and the explanation, and then we will coordinate with the rest? Um, sure. Oh. I, yeah, I could do that. Well, who, who are they most upset at, do you think? <laughs> Alexander is kicking a rock and looking around, whistling, like, with his okay, hands behind okay. his back. <laughs> we know, Alex, we're not going to dwell. We know it wasn't the best decision, and you're aware of that, too, so it's fine. But I think we all have, I think we all have to apologize. I mean, not to say that they wouldn't have done the same exact thing if they were in our position, but... but I mean, I, they did rip Aritate unnecessary shreds. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold up. I, Arate, what happened? That's a great question. <laughs> God, what happened? It's all a blur to you. <laughs> that's that's kind of where I was thinking it was kind of going to go. Um, well, I, uh, I remember exiting the portal, saying I was sorry for leaving you all behind, and uh, the next thing I knew, I was, I was here with all of you, and... Well, the next thing I really remember is feeling like I was burning in blood for hours and hours. 
So the Annie, do, uh, do you the want to speak up? Should it be me? Should it be Alex? Just be prepared that they may not accept the apology. Of course, no, of course. They don't. Watching have to too us. much discussion happen, Arete walks over to the two other Olympiads and he goes, "Hey, I'm gonna level with you. Really sorry about what happened in that sneak a sneak room, but you know what?" Uh, I think we have all got a lot of bigger problems on our hands, and I think we need to team up to get ourselves out of here. What you say? Make a uh, persuasion check. Oh, boy. Depending on how this goes. What's your charisma like? <laughs> that would be a nine. <laughs> okay, Annie is going to do some damage control. Okay, what is Annie going to do? Annie's going to run up, be like, uh, just kind of slightly push Arate behind her. By that, he does mean... On behalf of our entire Olympiad, we are incredibly sorry for the way that we acted and for jumping the gun and just assuming the worst and that you were going to betray us before. And and we are so sorry. But clearly, there is a lot going on and we've gained guidance from Orpheus and Achilles and Nyx as well. We have to work together. If we don't work together, there's no chance of us getting out of here. Again, incredibly sorry, but... Can, we don't have to like each other. Can we at least work together? Okay, make a persuasion check. That is a 26. All right, so you have made this case. You got a 26 on your persuasion roll. You feel like you are embodying all of the teachings of the College of Mysteries, Annie, as you are making this case to the two Olympiads. I will say one of the Olympiads, so Hyacinth, Icarus, Nausicaa, and Daphne seem more confused than anything because they <laughs> don't really... They haven't had much occasion to interact with you. Sure. But they put together that you're mostly talking to the other Olympiads. So Ajax, Palaestra, Adonis, and Pende all hear this. Adonis opens his mouth to speak, but you don't hear him speak. You instead hear something else. From the atrium of the House of Hades, you hear, Dad, no! <gasps> and then you hear a massive bell toll going, Dum! What happens then is the two other Olympians look at each other and they say, Go! Ajax, Palaestra, Adonis, and Pende, they are going to try to grab you, Annie, and Arete, and they are going to try to drag you basically to the courtyard. And then Hyacinth, Icarus, Nausicaa, and Daphne, they're going to try to grab you, Rolf, and Alexander, and they're just going to try to drag you to the courtyard and get you out of there. I am giving absolutely no resistance. I am... (laughs) Being swept away. Rolf goes limp like a spaghetti noodle. I'm running alongside him. That's fine. All right. So all three Olympiads are flipping over tables. They're kicking away chairs. They are blasting through this lounge. They break into the hallway. They see a massive spurt of blood come in from their left. They keep moving. They move into Zagreus's bedroom. Medusa is there picking up shards of glass with little snakes in her head, but she drops another feather duster as she sees you go by. She goes, huh? And then that's all you can see as you run into the courtyard. As I run by Dusa, I say, how's your head? She opens her mouth to answer, but you are already in the courtyard. In the courtyard, you see Skelly. He's just kind of observing the infernal arms. He turns around to say something smart-alecky at you. And before any of you can say anything back, all three of you hop into the portal.
Rogue Runners Volume 1 In the Blood stars our players Nicholas Benetados as Alexander the Great, Amanda Facosta as Anastasia Pentazis, Giancarlo Herrera as Rolf Yannick, and Michael Pisani as Arete Lascaris. Dungeon mastering and NPC voices are by me, Tozaman. Cover art by Chandler Candela. Sound design and editing by Giancarlo Herrera. Title music by Sage GC, with vocals by Jessica Dahlgren and Sage GC. Character theme music by Giorgio Volpe. Additional music by Epidemic Sound. Transcription by Eli Barasa. We've been blown away by all your amazing support this season. Please stay in touch with us. We love seeing your reactions, your theories, and your fan art that you've been sharing with us on Twitter and Instagram at Rogue Run Radio. We've already recorded season two, and it's going to be even bigger and better. New characters, new gods, new boons, new boss fights, more drama, twists, turns, everything. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash roguerunradio, as well as leaving us a glowing review on your listening app of choice. This show has grown almost entirely by word of mouth, so please do keep spreading the good word. Remember, you can always reach us via email at rr at whisperforge.org. In the off-season, why not check out some of our other amazing shows by the Whisperforge, such as The Far Meridian, Remarkable Providences, and a little show near and dear to my heart called Caravan. Personally, I can't wait to catch up on the new season of Dungeons & Drimbus by our friends at Whimsic Productions. Thanks for running with us. Season 2 is just a gate away. Till next time, sinners, I'll see you in hell. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You start with your own breathing. Match the rhythm of the breeze that carves the canopy, the birds and bugs chirping in set intervals. Feel the subtle pulse rising up from the ground beneath you. To wander is to dance with the forest. But the forest isn't just the partner. She's the music, the style. She's the rhythm. She's the set of ancient steps and movements that have been passed down from one dancer to another. She teaches you to dance the dance she invented to the music she's singing in a tonal system she thought up one night as it pleased her. You breathe, and you listen, and you wait for your place. Your first step, the call to... is a new fairy folktale podcast from T.H. Ponders, a member of the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to the show by searching for The Wanderer in Apple Podcasts or by visiting www.callofthewander.com.